You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where we get fucked. Hey, Florence. Hey, Reed. What an exciting episode we have for you guys today. Yeah, we we were just saying we haven't talked about us having sex, like proper sex in a long time. We've got to be real with you guys. We yeah. have to be real. We have a confession to make. <laughs> Some of our last episodes were quite backlogged and they had actually happened like three weeks ago. Like we were three weeks in advance and you know how much, oh my God, sometimes I don't see my therapist for three weeks. And when I see him after the three weeks, I'm like, my whole life has changed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And we... We fell out of sync with the podcast, so we've changed it back now. So we're back in sync and the podcast comes out pretty much a week after we record it. Yeah, it comes out a week after. So it's like so fresh. We try to be all fancy, independent makers. We were like, yeah, we'll we'll make sure we get loads in the bank, you know, in case something happens. And we realised it was just so hard to connect and like uh-huh. repost about old information. So yeah. How long has it been since your breakup now, Reed? I was just about to say that. Thank you. <laughs> I yeah break up. When do I break up? It was like the second week of January, so it's been like two two months. Really, has it been two months? Is that how I do maths? Quick maths. Yeah, it's been a it's been like a month and a couple of weeks. Feels like a long time though. It does. A lot of stuff has happened in the past month. So yeah, uh, obviously when it happens, it's really hard to talk about it on the podcast for many reasons, not just it being difficult to talk about, but also, you know, you need time to reflect, especially if you're talking about something so personal on such a public level, you need time to reflect before you say something you maybe might regret. But all you need to know is that we've been getting laid Yes, we've been getting laid. You need to know. I swear for the first time in Come Curious History, Florence and I (gasps) are single at the same fucking time and we're not in the same fucking country to go out on the fucking dick hunt. I I can't. I can't. We missed the cunt hunt trip. No. (laughs) We would be unstoppable right now. I know. Even in the Q and A's, everyone's like, "What it was it? What is it like? You both being single at the same time?" And I'm like, "I don't know, <laughs> don't like, know man. She's so far away, man. <laughs> yeah, like relatable in voice notes. Like that's about as far as we've got. Like, yeah, like we have like good days and bad days, and we're having fresh sex and like, yeah, that's cool, but." Don't it's worry, not the same Reed's, as... coming. Reed's coming to town. Yes, soon. I'm coming to town mm, uh, in mid-March. Gonna be around. Yay. Single, curious fuckers taking on the town. So if anyone knows of any parties going on or sex, sex parties. parties in particular or cool things going on, please drop us a DM, invite us. And yeah, we're looking for fun stuff to do and maybe oh get God. some D.I.K. And Punani. Oh. Sorry, that was real over excessive ASMR moment. Yeah, everyone's like, oh my God, oh, there's tingles down my back and into my pussy. I didn't even know. <laughs> this is like the big update episode. We've got so yeah, much shit to tell too you. too many. This is what, this is the problem. And I've got a fucking trash truck in the background. So I'm sorry if you hear any noises. Trash. 
Trash. Reed's picking me up on all the Americanisms that I'm adopting. Yeah. But you kind it's, of have it's to rubbish. Over, over here, otherwise, like, people don't understand what you're saying. Like, if I go to someone yeah. like, hey, like, could you take out the rubbish, please? Like, they'll be like, what? Yeah. It so frustrates me that, like, in America, they say garage, and over in England, they say garage. And I've I, had that this really discussion. fucks with my head. I've had yeah. this discussion with people and it's really yeah. wild because they say it in a very posh way. Yeah. We're like, yeah, just put it garage. in the garage, mate. <laughs> put it in the fucking garage. And I used to say garage and then people would call, like, be like, what the fuck? So I saw a post on Instagram the other week all about praise kink. Mm-hmm. And I did not know that this was a thing. And I have never felt so seen. Mm-hmm. So delicious. Mm-hmm. How did we not know? How had we never spoken about this before? This yeah, is what we was, haven't like, spoken puzzled. about on the podcast. Have you heard? Have you heard empowering before? I mean, I did a lot with Sam. Did you? Yeah, it was a lot of like encouragement stuff. Yeah, it was good. No way. And it's like I never knew about it, but like I've always liked people saying like "good girl" and like "oh my god, you're doing such a good job." And like I feel, I feel like we've spoken about it, but we haven't called it praise king. We've called it like daddy dom, like daddy yeah. sub, ds sub kind of. But that can be so situation. many different things. Yeah, but praise king is well. What is praise king? Praise king is basically someone getting off on being praised in the bedroom and like someone like complimenting you all the time, like lots of like verbal. I think it, I think I like it because my love language is words of affirmation. So Mm -hmm. like lots of affirmation during sex and someone calling me good girl and someone saying, Oh my God, you're doing such a great job. And like Mm. your pussy's so good. Just like, so like loads of positive reinforcement. And I'm like, yes, oh my God, yes, I love it. Yeah, it's really delicious when you can like flip it in with quite hardcore play as well. Yes. Like, but, oh, that's that's when it's my favourite. When it's so it's so hardcore, it's almost like unbearable, but you're still getting the praise for oh. it. Like when you just can't take it, but you, you know, you can take it. Yeah, you just take another inch, you can do that. I just had an idea that during sex, I've had this situation where the guy I'm seeing, Julian, jazz man. um, (laughs) Jazz man, I love that. He like really gets off when his dick like penetrates like a little bit too hard and it like like, hurts me slightly. Mm -hmm. And like there's, I feel like there's a really, like from what you just said, I feel like there's a good game we can play in those moments yeah. where it's like yeah because in those moments before he's been like you better fucking get used to it and that makes me Whoa. like that turns me on like oh, okay yeah. okay cool oh, like take we're, it we're not ignoring that all of this is slightly problematic but that's why people love kink and sex you know it's because it's when it's pushing the boundaries of what's right and wrong but only doing that in an environment where you feel genuinely trustworthy that the other person will stop if you ask them to and won't push past your limits if you don't want them to there's definitely like a line that we draw between pushing yeah. boundaries in this this exact scenario mm-hmm. but it's like fun to push yes. that boundary it's like how hard can i take it until i have mm-hmm. to be like actually stop because there are moments yeah. where i'm like you actually need to stop like this hurts yeah. <laughs> yeah. but like yeah. in the moments up to that i'm like hmm. yeah like yeah. Mm. my face is but my face is like in pain 
Yeah. But that's what turns him on. It's like seeing the pain. That's that's fucking hot, man. That's fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love that, the pain-pleasure dynamic. Um, But you're right, there is such a fine line where you can take it deep, but when it goes a little bit too far. But I think both of you know that, you know, if they're Mm -hmm. emotionally intelligent enough, they'll... It doesn't even have to be verbal communication. It's just by by reading your face, by reading your body, by reading the way that you make your sounds and you breathe. Like they will be able to tell when it's too far. You shouldn't have to say that's too motherfucking far. Yeah, and there's loads of amazing aftercare as well. I just wanted to slip in there because I'm um, quite often. I'm like, I this is like a really weird sexual situation for me that I've not really been in before. But like when I'm having sex with him. I like don't want to orgasm because it feels so good that I just want to continue the pleasure. Mm-hmm. And like, could you do that as well as orgasm? If I stimulated myself clitorally, then I could like push myself over the edge. But I guess his dick isn't like hitting the G spot in that way, but it's like hitting it in a good way that keeps it like super continuous. I wonder if it's like the you know, the big dick thing where it's like, there's a certain size of dick that hits the G spot really well, but big dick sometimes just goes straight past it. That's what I think it is. Yeah. But you can get like, you can get, what's it called? What's the, it's like a C spot orgasm or it's like a deep orgasm in a completely different way. Yeah. Mm. I think that's why the pleasure feels crazy. After he comes, like we always go for like a round two, a very like sensual play for me to make me mm. come and it feels like aftercare as well that's so and this nice is actually a major sex tip for you cur- curious fuckers is that something that he does is he will be like stimulating various parts of my body at the same time but in like a really caring way so it's like his hands are touching something like stroking something and it's like done with such like a loving presence mm. and then his mouth will be somewhere whether that's on my clit or my nipples and then at the same time his foot is fucking stroking my foot oh that's lovely it's almost like nurturing in like a weird sexual way mm-hmm. and that's, the, that's the whole praise kink vibe isn't it it's like nurturing like i'm engulfing you you can do this i'm gonna push the limits but like it's still in a safe space yeah Um, i mean he's into the worshipping thing and that's i guess that kind of thing it's just like i will like stimulate Mm. you on all levels until you come giving or receiving worship or both he gives worship to me Mm, nice i did want to say before when i mentioned you shouldn't have to say when it's too far like it should be the communication should be like you shouldn't have to say, but you should still very much say. I just want to yeah, prefix that. Definitely. definitely say when things are too uncomfortable or too much, or you know when when it goes out a little bit too deep and you feel like that. Oh my god, pain. Yeah, that's yeah. Absolutely, say like that was too deep. Make it yeah. very clear. Know your own limits and just like have that conversation before you have sex. Or even during, just like, fucking stop. Like, that's too deep. You know, can we switch up the position? You know, you can get rings now where if you enjoy really hardcore penetrative sex and you have a big dick or your partner has a big dick, then you can get these rings Rings. that you put over your dick that stop you from pushing further. So it kind of like, it would protect 
that deep spot you know when it's too painful i mean we've all been there we all like it when it penetrates deep but there's it comes a point when it's too much um and it can it can really fucking kill you you know and it hurts you for days afterwards and like the sick part of me is like i enjoy that but also it can cause it it can cause fucking issues or like can open you up to more bacterial infections because if you're getting like internal tears and shit after the first like proper long fuck session that i had with him Mm. i had like the worst thrush that i'd had in ages because we did not use lube we were just using spit oh yeah all the fucking micro tears and i was like swollen i swear i my vagina was swollen for a whole week and then it went from it went from thrush (laughs) to bv and then i had to go on antibiotics for the bv faith in the u.s medical system that is brutal that's so unfair i the big dick thing is a thing like it's not all sunshine and roses over here with big dicks yeah that was porn that fucked us up thinking that like the pleasure is big dicks and it just like it can be pleasurable but it it comes with a fucking flurry of issues same with spit using spit as lube i find i get really thrushy with that especially if they vape or smoke oh my days if they're using spit and they vape or smoke my vag does not like it Thrush That's city. very interesting because Julian is a weed smoker. Our poor pussy holes. I know it was so good though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why is it so good? I think it's so good because it's so fucked. But like when they get rough and it's all the way in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like oh. it's like I love this so much, but like oh my god, the internal hemorrhaging is real, right? Like what are you doing to my insides right now? Like I just don't want to know. Fucking mashing them up, but Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, that kind of brings brings me on to one of my updates. Oh yes. So uh, we talk about using lube a lot, and I think it's we do. super important. And creates amazing sex especially when you're using condoms because condoms can dry you and when when it's when i don't want to say big dicks but when what you're penetrating yourself with feels a little bit too big regardless of what sizes you are using lube is really important but i want to talk about the opposite end of the spectrum when things are too wet now i don't know i don't know how how much people can relate to this but if i get too turned on and i'm too wet i almost don't feel a thing anymore yeah it's almost like i need that perfect balance of like friction yeah friction to be able to stimulate my g-spot and condoms can be really helpful for this because again they are quite drying but only if they fit because if they don't fit properly then it doesn't it just like moves with the g-spot doesn't really work but i've i've had this experience a couple of times where you I just don't feel anything on. anymore yeah and and i'm like no no no, please don't you know that they're, they're there looking really proud of themselves like oh let's get the lube you know before they before i even say anything they're grabbing it and they're like right lube or they spit and i'm like ah shit i'm too horny for this like i might not come now it's so interesting the way our body like lubricates itself and i was i've been thinking about this recently because with um my dude i got really wet every time we fucked and i'm like trying to figure out what it was about that situation i mean foreplay has a lot to do with it and i i think foreplay starts from the moment you see each other you know the moment you wake up or the moment you're on a date so maybe it was like 
the fucked up part is that I think it was from like the insecurities of him like not actually liking me and I was getting off on the whole like it felt like daddy kind of like I want daddy to like me (laughs) and then like the sex that we really like enjoyed was him like spoon fucking me and like holding his hand over my mouth and it was like very much like daddy taking Mm. you from behind situation and he doesn't want to look at me he like oh my god stop (laughs) I'm like why fuck's sake it is is playing into the gets me super wet yeah it's playing into the insecurities because it's the deepest darkest parts of our vulnerability and I think vulnerability can turn us on right and then then yeah. with, with fucking julian like it's so the sex is so good man like it feels so amazing it's so deep and soul connecting and like mm-hmm. worshipy and lovely and i'm like don't get as wet naturally i'm like we need to use lube because your, your dick's too big <laughs> oh, fuck why are we so fucking complicated you know like, why couldn't it just be what we learned in sex education p and v we both come and have a baby like why does it have to be so complicated <sighs> so i've been i don't really I, I don't really know what to call him i don't have a nickname yet been kind of seeing somebody ish let's say what the fucking like stages casual fuck buddy situation or like yeah 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 and i i think I think we're both on the same page. Nice. I believe. I mean, of course, otherwise I wouldn't be here talking about it. We matched on field and my jaw dropped when I saw his profile because I was like, you are motherfucking identical to what I want. You know, like you have, he has a tickling fetish. You're perfect match. He has, he's into bondage. He's into CNC. He's got the fucked up sadomasochistic mind that I do. And I've never met anybody like that. And I was just like, oh my God, motherfucking wow. And he was the same. He was like, I have never met anyone into the same shit as me. Um, Mm. So yeah, we've been, we've been having some, I wouldn't even say this is fucking. We've been having sessions like, Nice. bondage sessions and just like getting into each other's minds and wow it's like really some of the shit we're doing is fucked up we played wow. with a cattle prod like an electrocution it was only battery powered but like touch the skin spark shit oh and my god what i know i was and the fact that he has bondage gear you know he bought Fuck. over bondage equipment to mine and bought this like oh, this is hot fucking, stuff it, i'm i'm like wow i'm yeah really enjoying playing with him it's a lot of fun we could call him cattle prod uh, <laughs> we call him mm, cattle prod yeah <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That sounds kind of because it's not a cattle prod. They're really fucking like high and it's just yeah, like yeah, ba- yeah, yeah. battery powered spark machine. Like, <laughs> um, and I just I loved it. It was we're really into playing around with fear. So I would never normally oh. go for electro stuff because yeah. I was like I don't want the pain. But I was so terrified of it. I was like, oh my god, yes. And then he brought it out, and I was screaming like uncontrollably screaming as he was teasing me with it, and I. <laughs> I loved it so fucking much. I was literally, I was in heaven and I loved how terrified it made me. I was losing my fucking mind and we used it as a punishment as well. And he was literally like, he was like, he was such a fucking dick and I loved it so much. He was like, 
if you don't come, you're going to get a shock. But then he was also like, oh, if you do come, you're going to get a shock. I was like, oh, Ooh, my what? God. <laughs> the headbutt space was just so good. I was just like, oh, I don't you know like, what to Were you in like do. proper subspace with him? Yes. Subspace. Oh, it was, nice. oh, my God. It was so great. It was really nice. And I feel very safe with him. Like there was a moment where... He was pulling on my ankle too much, like after tickling my feet, of course. Um, and because I'd, I'd sprained my ankle, I was like, oh, too much. And he he was instantly like, oh, my God, heard the tone, changed everything and like kissed my ankle. And I was like, thank you. That thank makes you, me daddy. feel so fucking safe. You know, that makes me feel so good. Is he daddy? That's a good question. I mean, I, I mean, we're playing around. I wouldn't, I don't really feel comfortable calling anyone daddy just yet, but yeah. I am getting, I'm, ve- I'm getting very like daddy dom caring vibes from That's him. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Like the aftercare is so nice and just hanging out with him is really fun. You know, it's like, yeah. Oh, I think with the with the breakup, I've put up a lot of walls, and like everyone I've been fucking, I'm literally like, you cannot stay over. No, yeah, you know, I'm like, oh, thanks, but like, is it okay if you go home now? And then yeah. afterwards, I'm like, oh, I feel sad and alone. But yeah, I feel like I can hang out with cattle prod. <laughs> we can't call him that. <laughs> it's just, that's so deep. Um, well, it's, it's a good one though. It's a funny it's a one. Good one. <laughs> it's a fucking good one. Um, and yeah, he's just, yeah, it's, it's really fun. And, and it's so nice that we're both on the same page and he's got, he's seeing two other people at the moment. You know, Kitty Underhill, one of our glorious, glorious yes. friends, she said this really good point that I haven't been able to stop thinking Ooh. about, which is when you're dating someone who's also dating other people. I mean, maybe this is for the non monogamous or poly community. It takes the pressure off of our minds of going like, like, Am I his everything? Is this going to yes, be a couple? Is this going to be a situation? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, doesn't work for everyone in this situation. But as soon as I found out he had, he was seeing other people, he had other girlfriends. I was like, Oh my God. Thank God. Like yeah. it took so much pressure off of the situation. And I was like, I'm just going to enjoy this for fun. This That's is just fun. Really interesting. Mm, yeah. I never thought of it like that. So props to you, Kitty. Thank you. Yeah. That's cool. I feel like. Yeah, my guy Julian is Polly. So I've been in that headspace of like, okay, like the fantasy isn't there because it's not the same thing that I would usually like put myself in. It it takes away so much of the fantasy of like, it's just us two and we're going to fall in love and we're going to be a unit and... Um, yeah. And I'm not saying that wouldn't happen. You know, that can still very much happen, even if they're seeing other people. But it's just like that pressure is kind of removed. I feel like the fantasy is so wild, especially for me in my past situations, that it's so nice to finally be in a place where I'm like pulling away all the layers and being like, actually, what is it? What is it yeah. that I really want? What's the fantasies just come from? you know, what I learned growing up and like mm-hmm. what I see on Instagram, like Courtney and Travis Barker being like, oh my God, I want a relationship like them. It's like, just because I see it on Instagram doesn't mean <laughs> that I like actually want it. It's just yeah, what's been even, fed into our subconscious. Yeah, even if that's real. I mean, we were fucked up anyway. Like Disney fucked us over trying to find our forever after Prince Charming exactly. was so fucked. There is nothing wrong with Prince Charming forever after either. No. That's also so fine. But I think it's just having that fantasy and running away with it and having it dictate our lives and what we actually want is that's when it's damaging. 
Yeah. And I've only fucking just realized that and I'm 31. I'm so glad that you're having all this kinky sex. Yeah, it's been really good. I mean, I'm having a lot of like, I'm, I don't know whether this is a good thing or not. My therapist is trying to tell me it's not like the best thing, but I'm just like, I don't know if you know me well enough to know how I feel about sex. Like I'm loving the dating yeah. and fucking people and that yeah. being it. I'm really enjoying the, um, uh, what's it called? One night stands, but yeah. I need to figure out if I'm enjoying one night stands because it's a protective measure and I don't want to get close to people or whether or not, like, if it's actually what I want, do I, you know, do I actually want a relationship or do I just want to go and be single and just fuck my way through life for a bit? It's so hard to tell. Like, how do you tell if it's, if you're doing things for negative reasons, if you're doing things for attention or validation uh, or like whether or not that is just actually you and what you genuinely want or genuinely need. You I never know. know these things until after the fact. Like there's just never yeah. a chance that you will know in the time that you are doing it because you're just yeah. doing what you want, right? Yeah, and you can't, You almost have to go through it to know. You have yeah. to do all of this stuff to like, yeah. I'm sure I can journal as much as I want and speak to my therapist as much as I want, but no one's going to know. I might not even know until I do all of this and go, ah, I'm going to learn from that. Reed, what is your toxic trait? Ooh. Oh, shit. <laughs> I instantly went to, like, have to be the centre of attention. And if I'm not, then then I struggle. In relationships, like, that's the, that's the toxic trait. I think that does play a huge part. Yeah. Yeah. It must do. Or the codependency thing. Mm. Like, if I feel bad, I'm not very good at self-soothing and I seek external self-soothing. And that puts a lot of pressure on my partners. That could be a toxic trait. Is that a toxic? That's more of a toxic trait. What is a toxic trait? A toxic trait is just like one of your own red flags. That could be quite subjective because I could say sex work for it, for example. It's 100% a subjective thing. But like, okay, for me, my, my toxic trait would be the fact that for this fucking whole year, I've been like, all I want is a committed relationship. Mm, yeah. But I've just learned that I don't, actually know what I want yeah and yeah. someone not knowing what they want in a relationship or not knowing who they are is a toxic trait oh god <laughs> no like, that's not fair it's a fucking red flag I've I've said it a thousand times don't date people that don't know what they want <laughs> shit and I'm that person I don't I don't know if that's a bad thing though. I think if you know what you want, dating someone that doesn't know what they want is kind of problematic because they will just like switch and turn. Like it's kind of my situation now. I'm dating someone Polly and I can't be like, "Yay, I'm Polly too." Like I'm going to be like a good partner to you because I'm actually just like it's made me question for sure like what I want but that's also the thing is that I'm like, oh shit, I don't know actually what I want from a relationship. When I really deep it, I'm like, what is the perfect relationship for me? And what was just what I learned from society? I think you're right though. I think it's toxic if somebody knows what they want and they're with someone who doesn't. But I think if you both don't know what you want, which I think a lot of people don't, and they're just kind of going along with the flow, could that be okay? That Because you're learning together? Yeah, maybe. It depends, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, it depends if you project on the relationship or not that it's going to go somewhere mm. deeper. 
mm-hmm. because I yeah. think if you if neither people neither person knows what they want then there's no like happily ever after with that relationship basically there's no like future ness I mean there could be because you might both figure out that you want the same thing but you're kind of just like floating around in this space where you're just like cool let's yeah let's experiment yeah. together which is yeah. also actually like sick I think you're allowed to be unsure as long as you're maybe v- verbalizing, verbalizing that it. and being yeah. and being clear about it because you might be unsure for this period of time but there might be a point where you are unsure maybe what's bad is if you're unsure forever <laughs> and that yeah. would kind of fuck, fuck shit up yeah. or if you're both unsure and one person starts going okay no I am sure I want this I've had like a realization that I'm like I was so hard on my ex for not knowing what he wanted mm. And it turns out that I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, but you—you you, the thing is, you knew at the time. Yeah, and you—you you can't beat yourself up for that. You felt but like I, I you felt I, like you knew. I it. thought yeah. I wanted this certain type of relationship that I had seen play out around me. I think it's more damaging to regret things and to think things might be different if you did things a different way yeah because that's not that's not helpful for you unless you take it and you learn something from it yeah Yeah. it's not it's not going to do any good thinking like that the only way you can make this into a positive is be like okay i'll I'll learn from that and i will be more communicative in the future yes you have you're a different person now i've learned so much man i definitely went on like a dating obsession hot spree i just went on there was there was four days where I had four dates in four days, and on one of the wow. one of the date one of the days I did two dates in one day. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, and it was Whoa, literally man. like, yeah, it was insane. Um, and I was getting such a kick out of it, but it is fucking exhausting, and I got full date fuck burnt out for sure. Yeah, but it's almost like I needed to do that. I needed to go and burn myself out and be chaotic and and fuck a bunch of people Reed. and go on dates and shit and just like chill the fuck out after. <laughs> Reed, it's just called the hoe phase. I fucking nailed the hoe phase. I was the hoeiest hoe. <laughs> Do you feel like you're out of the hoe phase now? Like, what's the transitional? Or are you still I actually, in it? Um, I actually think I've calmed down. I wouldn't say I'm out of the hoe phase. I like, <laughs> hoe for life, but <laughs> <laughs> I do think that I've chilled out. I'm not obsessing on the dating apps anymore. I was literally Good. on them like like, yeah. a, like a few times a day. Mm-hmm. It would be the first thing I do when I wake up, the last thing I do when I sleep. You know, it was it did, it was so exhausting. And I was like that for weeks and weeks and yeah. constantly searching for the dopamine rush of connecting with someone I like, meeting with them and then being disappointed when they weren't necessarily what I wanted or uh-huh. the sex wasn't that popping or they didn't message back or for whatever reason. It was full addiction mode with the dating apps. I say with the dating apps, the one dating app I used and occasionally looked at Hinge and just was disappointed. So, fuck Hinge, man. Like, fuck I've Hinge. never had success on Hinge. Hinge about- has pretty people. I was really impressed, but no one kinky. No one. I would ask that question almost immediately. Be like, uh, connect with them, be like, oh, yeah, you're, you know, like, oh, really nice to connect, but do you kink? Question mark. And people be like, oh, I'm interested. And like, <laughs> Like kink is the most important thing for me and then everything else comes after. I just feel like I meet so many like-minded people through like kink dating apps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
like yeah. things spaces are open this is fucking not an ad like we're not oh, this no. is not an ad anyway i wanted to talk about me getting laid on valentine's day that was fun wait what i didn't know about this because the last <laughs> i heard you were like oh, I'm on for valentine's day and i'm so sad <laughs> I I mean I'm still okay let me let me be clear I'm still going through upset breakup waves for yeah. sure like I had a yeah. massive cry last night I woke up sad this morning like I'm yeah, I'm still totally going through normal. it but Valentine's Day I I'm one of those sickos that fucking loves Valentine's Day. I've always uh-huh. made it into a big deal. I want to do the I want to do the gifts, I want to do the meal out, I want to do the whole shebang. I love it. Yeah. I love that. And like I do get what people mean where it's like Valentine's you shouldn't have to have a commercialized day. I get it. I totally get it, but I love it. And I was I was sad that I was alone. I was like fuck, I'm going to be alone for Valentine's Day. This sucks. So I invited um my two single friends, Kitty and Max, over, and we were going to do like a yes. film night and, you know, do our nails and like drink some wine and shit. And that was the plan. We were going to do a little pajama party, but yeah. in the week leading up to, I got invited to three badass events that I couldn't Sick. say no to. I was yeah. honestly such a little fucking event slut that night. And I had Max and Kitty come with me and we went to three events like in the same motherfucking night. One was an Adidas event. We got a free pair of fucking trainers. Like, what the hell? No way. I'm so jealous. I know. I wanted you there so much, Florence. You needed to be there. I'm not part of the influence world in LA. I'm not getting invited to any fucking thing. All my invites are like, this is happening in London. I'm like, fuck you. I don't live there anymore. Oh, so poo. So if anyone's living in LA and knows any parties, please invite Florence along, please. And then give me free shit. That's what I want. (laughs) Yes, everyone wants free shit. I just want them free Adidas trainers. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, the last event. Oh my god, this is crazy as well. So the other two events, it was free drinks. Yes. Right. The last event that we got invited to was Coco in Camden uh, has Uh had like a huge revamp, and they have this members club that we got invited to, and it was the fucking weirdest venue I've ever been in. It was like a literal labyrinth of confusing up and down stairs and little tiny rooms, and people. I think it was like very open that you were allowed to do naughty stuff, and we went in our free drink mine, went to the bar and I was like, three tequila shots and and three um, tequila soda limes, right? And then they were like, they handed me the card machine and it was £90. And I was like, (gasps) I was in free motherfucking drink mode. I should have, I should have clocked. I should have known, but fuck me. Yeah. Then it was like, okay, I've got these. clubs. (laughs) Yeah, crazy. Anyway, um, we we dance, we we jam, we have a nice time, and I just I just got that urge. I was just like, I just want to fuck someone in the toilets. Like, I just want to do that nasty, slutty thing. And I ended up finding this guy who I didn't know this afterwards. Oh, and I, I'm just getting flashbacks of me drunk fucking him in the toilets, which was so mirrored. It was, and me finding out it was his birthday, and being like. Like fucking him and being like, happy birthday. <laughs> oh my God, the cringe. I am dead. I am dead. I'm still cringing about it. Why would I say that? <laughs> and I said it in such like a, a cheeky, chappy kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Happy, so, oh, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> oh, so oh. good. I do not, I do not know his name. 
<laughs> I don't know his name. I tried to get his Instagram, but there was no signal. So I thought that I, I had got his Instagram, spelt it out, and then screenshotted it. And you I didn't. I didn't screenshot. I can't find a screenshot. I can't find I can't find him at all. I don't even oh, really remember what he man. looked like. Yeah, he was just he was just a tall man. And a phantom dick. Had a great dick though. I was like, Ooh. all right, okay. But I was too that level of drunk where I don't remember enough for it to be like I'm still getting time. off on like the that oh my god I got went and fucked somebody on yeah. Valentine's Day in a toilet you know yeah. that was really fun but I'm still like ah, I was so drunk I didn't feel anything fuck but I do remember him being so tall that when we were fucking it was really hard to kiss oh like the doggy fuck the doggy fuck kiss way kind of thing I remember just being like ah he's very tall you're quite a small gal yeah, how into a how into a drunk toilet fuck can you really be? In all honesty, yeah, not you know? not that much. Yeah. So apart that from is... the happy birthday moment, it was really funny. It was really I was going. Wow, I love that for you. I Thank think that's you. exactly like that's such a perfect Valentine's tale. Mine was not like that at all. I had like a I almost had a Valentine's fuck, Aww. and then he fucking can't. I was cancelled on twice on Valentine's Day. <gasps> That's twice. actually the truth. The That's truth. Julian cancelled on me because he was like, actually, hold off. Like, my work's really busy. I'm not going to get out until God knows when. And I don't really believe in Valentine's Day. Like, this is like what I think about Valentine's Day. And like, I just want to do this on different days with you. Like, I want, yeah. to, want to do that on different days. I don't want to feel pressured to do something on one certain day when I'm really tired from work. And I was like, cool okay fine it is a lot of pressure yeah and plus it's very very early stages with him so I wasn't like expecting anything from him either and it's also like a poly situation like we kind of described it as casual intimate but I don't really even fucking know what that means um (laughs) yeah that's a new that's a new term and then I was gonna meet up with a friend that we decided who I decided to be fuck buddies with Cause we've been kind of like flirting on and off. We're like, should we, shouldn't we, should we, shouldn't we kind of thing for a while. And he was just like, why don't you come over later? I'll give you a massage. And I was like, okay, down for this. But I have to Mm. tell, like, I have to talk to Julian first because it's fucking another person and we're in this open situation. So we need to talk to each other about who else we fuck. And I took too long in between saying like 100% I'm going down for this and having the conversation that when I was actually like, okay, cool, I'm going to come over. He was like, oh shit, like I already made plans with my housemate to go and get ramen. Oh, that is frustrating. Mm. So yeah, I was cancelled on twice on Valentine's Day. Did you do any nice self-care things? Well, I saw some friends on Valentine's oh. Day. I saw my amazing yeah. friend Hannah and we had like a very good like empowering i think i had another phone call with another friend basically just like a day of like let's fucking focus on ourselves and like just be badass women and like work on our careers and money and like just all that good personal energy which i really needed so as much as i got cancelled on i didn't actually feel sad about it because i was in a very like self-motivated mindset i think that's how we should see valentine's day is like fall in love with yourself i guess that's kind of what i did yeah. oh and oh i did something really beautiful i 
wrote mm. a Valentine's Day card to myself. <gasps> That's stunning. And it was a really, really nice experience. And I still have the Valentine's Day card up in my room because it, the front of it says, you make me smile. Oh. I wrote like to me, myself and I, these are all the reasons that I love you. And then I just wrote like a list of like, I love you because you're this and this and this and this. And it was really, yeah, it was really nice. I felt really loved from it as well in a weird way. Like I felt the love from myself. I highly recommend it. Well, on that note, literally, um, curious fuckers, this is the end of the episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. And of course, if you did, share it far and wide like it's your fucking herpes. And of course, if you want to keep up to date with all of our shenanigans, make sure you follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And of course, you can follow us. Wait, that would be at Come Curious. Make that real clear. And Come is spelled C O M E, not that mm-hmm. you wouldn't come know here. that, but you know, it's good to come hither. And of course, you can follow us on our personal accounts, Read Amber X and Florence Bark. Leave us a rating and a review because it means so much, especially now we're independent, guys. Oh. Got a support. Got a support. And a Patreon. (laughs) Just to round up the episode, please go and support us on our Patreon, which is just come curious as it is everywhere. A pound, a dollar. Like that's all we want. Just show your show us, show your gals some love. Yes, that's all we're asking for because yeah, we would we would really love support support. Oh my God, I lost all meaning of the word support during this time as we're independent and trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Although it's, it's been cons- pretty good. It's, it's been it's great. Been pretty fun. Yeah. We love it. Yeah, and we, okay. I think this is why I was like, Patreon is a good thing to push again because we want to potentially stay independent and like yeah. stay doing this ourselves. We want to like fund our own team and like mm-hmm. all of that good, juicy, independent pendant stuff like yeah, we're not the good good mm. we're not listening to anyone else just us what's it called when you sub no follow no uh pe- pe- pitch no i don't know you're just it, a patreon yeah patreon to us maybe i'm, I'm sure there's a there's a term for it Doesn't either way you're important. a curious fucker yeah. in a good one at that <laughs> Yes, yes. We love you all so much. We love you. Yeah, we'll see you next Thursday. See you next Thursday. Bye. Bye. Mm.